0: I'm not a spiritual person, for the most part I'd consider myself a skeptic, but I've had a few strange experiences that I've never been able to fully explain, and I'm not the only one. There are many people out there who, despite their claims of not believing in the supernatural, have encountered things that they can only describe as spirits or ghosts. Whether or not the stories you're about to hear are proof of the paranormal, I can't say. All I know is that these things happened, and they happened to real people. I'm Michael LaRusso, and this is The Cold Spot. The plan for this is that I will interview someone new for each episode. I'm currently in the process of scheduling interviews for upcoming episodes, but I was eager to get the ball rolling on this thing. So instead of waiting to interview my first subject, I decided to interview someone who I knew would require virtually no scheduling, myself. I only have a few strange experiences, most of which can be very easily debunked. but this one is a little more complicated, and it dates back about 20 years ago. I had to have been about five years old I would have been in preschool. And uh, so I wasn't in school every day. Um, you know, with preschool, you're in school every other day or something like that, a few days a week. And if I recall, this was on a school day. And my older brother would have been, you know, at school. He's a few years older than me, so he was in elementary school by this point. And I came upstairs to my bedroom. And I remember I was wearing overalls. And so I go into my closet and I'm going to change into just regular pants. So I'm unsnapping my overalls and I'm just kind of staring at the wall where the clothes are hanging, you know, whatever, figuring out which clothes I'm, I'm about to change into. And as I'm, you know, starting to take off my overalls and I'm looking at the hanging clothes, all of a sudden a baby popped out like in midair floating from behind the clothes and just let out like a loud wail getting like goosebumps while i'm telling this story this is like a story that has just sat with me my whole life and so you know i'm I freak out and I go running out of my room and down the hallway to my mom's room. And this part's kind of funny because it's, it's seriously like a horror film, especially from the perspective of a five-year-old. I'm running and remember my overalls are unbuckled so I'm kind of holding them up and they slip out of my hands and fall around my ankles and I trip and just fall to the floor like flat on my stomach and I turn back you know, expecting this baby just to be following me. So I get up on my feet, I scoop up my overalls, and I go running to my mom's room. I'm crying and I'm screaming, and I tell her that a baby just jumped out of my closet. So of course, you know, she hugged me and calmed me down and consoled me. Now, There's some explanations I'm sure that you could assign to this. You could say, I'm a kid, it was my imagination. Sure. Um, It was very vivid, so I don't feel like it was. A more logical explanation would be that my older brother was maybe hiding in the closet behind the clothes and just like screamed while sticking out a, a baby doll from behind the clothes. I, for years, have told myself that's the logical explanation, but as I was prepping to tell this story, I realized that there's a lot of holes in that explanation. One, I'm pretty sure my older brother wasn't home, but I suppose I could be wrong. But two, if he was home, My mom would have heard him make the loud wailing scream sound. She didn't hear anything except for me crying and running to her room. And three, when my mom walked me to the closet, you know, you'd think she would have found my older brother. And even if he, you know, left the closet and ran downstairs or something, my older brother was always doing things like this to me, and my mom was always taking my side. You know, you'd know, think she would have just been like, oh, Michael, it was probably Joe. Joe was probably scaring you, and she'd go find Joe and yell at him. She didn't do that, and that's why I'm pretty positive he wasn't even home. So the explanation I've tried to make up for this story kind of falls through. There's two types of kids in this world. Kids who sleep with the closet door open, and kids who sleep with the closet door closed. The kids who sleep with the closet door open, they want to see the monster coming so they can be prepared. The kids who sleep with the closet door closed, they want to pretend the monster's not there. To this day, since that experience, I still sleep with my closet door closed. flash forward a few months later and um I was tired and so my mom you know said okay let's lay down and take a nap and so we go to her room to take her nap she has a big king bed and this bed is high up you know it's probably three or four feet off the ground you know it's about level with your torso if you're standing up next to it So she puts me up on the bed, she gets in bed, I fall asleep. I don't know how much, you know, I don't know how, how much longer later this is, but I wake up and my mom's not in bed. Now that's not weird, you know, I probably fell asleep, she wasn't tired, she got up to do her own thing. So I sit up in bed and I look, I just happen to glance, you know, at the TV in a room and in the reflection of the TV I see what I swear is a baby standing at the foot of the bed the baby's standing at the foot of the bed now first I'm just thinking I'm seeing things but then I see the image of this baby move bad goosebumps you don't tell these stories often you don't realize like how much of an effect they have on you until you're telling it (sighs) okay so I see in the reflection the baby starts moving It starts walking around one corner of the bed now it's hot i'm high up the baby is still too short to see over the bed so it doesn't know i'm on there and i'm just trying to be really quiet because i don't want it to know i'm up there and i'm just watching it 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 was like it was walking around the bed over and over like trying to find a way up and i wanted to call for my mom But I was afraid because I didn't want the baby to hear me. I didn't want it to know I was up there. So I just kept my mouth shut. And I just keep seeing this baby. It just keeps walking around the bed. Just keep watching it in the reflection on the TV. And it's like, it's just like trying to find a way up on the bed, but there's nothing for it to climb up on. There's no steps or anything like that. After a while of watching this thing and knowing that I can't call for my mom, I did the only thing that I could think of to do, and I just put my face in the pillow, and I just went to sleep. When I woke up the second time, it was from my mom waking me up. She was in the room with me. I looked in the TV. I didn't see anything in the reflection. I tell my mom what I saw, and she just tells me I had a bad dream. And I believe her. But it just didn't feel like a dream. And even when I think of it now, it doesn't feel like a dream. It feels like a memory. I feel like I should have forgotten it by now if it were just a dream. But over the years, just like I was given an explanation to the baby in the closet, it was also trying to you know debunk this story too and I told myself you know what it probably was a dream and also in order to make myself feel better I came up with you know bullet points of why there definitely wasn't some baby following me and I came up with a couple reasons one the house we were living in at the time it was a new build no one ever lived in it before us You know, my parents built it and we moved in. So no one died there. No baby died there. Nobody was there. So I tell myself, well, the house can't be haunted because nobody lived here before us. So it can't be haunted. There's no baby following me. There's no baby in the family that died that would be haunting me. And... For a long time I just believed that and that was good enough for me and it really kind of put it to rest that I wasn't being haunted by some baby. I really wasn't worried about it anymore. It wasn't until years later that I found out that prior to me and my older brother being born that my mom had had a miscarriage. Now that I've shared one of my stories, it's your turn. For all future episodes, I would love to have a segment where I play voicemail messages from you, my listeners, about strange experiences of your own. If you have a weird and unexplainable story that you would like to share, you can call the podcast and leave a voice message that I may play on a future episode. I have a voicemail set up, and you can call it at 630 447 0149. After the beep, you will be given three minutes to tell your story. If that's not enough time and you get cut off before you're able to finish, feel free to call back to conclude your anecdote. But please try and refrain from calling back too many times, as I would like to try and keep that segment within a six minute time frame. I know you have some amazing stories of your own, and I can't wait to hear them. So, once again, in case you missed it, That number is 630-447-0149. The Cold Spot is produced by me, Michael LaRusso. The podcast will return with a new episode in two weeks. Until then, you can visit my website at www.thecoldspotpodcast.weebly.com or follow me on Twitter at Cold Spot Podcast. Thanks for listening.